helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Certified Christian Counselor and Director of Ottawa's Elim Counseling Services. Hi, this is Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, and I want to thank you for listening to this version of the Life Transformation Radio Show. As usual, we have another interesting show lined up for you today. Today's show will be dealing with returning to work after a mental illness. So we, we have a number of important points that we're going to be discussing regarding this very important topics. Maybe you're an employer who are dealing who is dealing with a situation right now who you're wondering what's going on with an employee and just how to deal with that situation. Maybe you're the employee who are going through a hard time mentally and is what is wondering just how you should deal with that situation. So stay tuned to this show because you're going to be getting a number of important tips and tips to follow that could help you navigate this very difficult situation for both the employer and the employee. But before we go into the show today, I want to remind you about our contact information just in case you're a first-time listener. And I will tell you a little bit about Elim Counseling Services as well. Uh, Elim is a professional counseling service here in Ottawa. Yes, we are in Ottawa, Ontario, and we provide professional professional counseling from a biblical perspective. We have professional counselors on staff who is trained in helping people recover from mental health challenges, relationship difficulties, and many, many situations that you might just need guidance to get to get through. So our contact information, you, we can be reached by tele, by phone at 613-699-1677. You can also find out more about us by visiting our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. And with me in studio today is Melissa Wagat. It's great to be back, Michael, and I'm really excited to to talk about this important um, topic with our listeners today and with you because as we've talked about in our shows in the past, mental illness and challenges with that are, are really common and many people in many walks of life are affected by it. And one of the aspects that it it affects, too, is our workplace sometimes. And I think it's really great that we're going to have this opportunity to talk about how the employee can work through that, how colleagues can work through that, and how employees can work with their, their, or employers, pardon me, can work with their employees if they've had to have a leave for a mental uh, health-related issue, and they're now coming back to work. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was in a, 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 an organization the other day uh, doing some work for that organization, and the employer came up to me and said, we have no idea how to deal with this challenge of mental health issues. We contact head office, and even the, the, the people in the resource department at head office have very little guidelines as to how to deal with an employee that is going through mental health challenges. So there it was, this employer was having someone on staff who was going through mental health issue. He wasn't sure whether it was a mental health issue or whether or not this person was just becoming lazy. But as he explained the situation to me, 
I realized that this person was not just becoming lazy and uninterested in the work. This person was going through a mental health situation. And so this employer, this manager in that department was at a loss because he didn't know how to deal with it. He didn't know the signs to look for. And he was at a loss in figuring how to how to deal with this individual. And he was not getting any help from head office. So I think this topic today, Melissa, is a very important topic for us to deal with because many people, because mental health issues is not something that you can see with your eyes a lot of times, like a broken leg or someone who may have you know, have been diagnosed with cancer. A lot of time it's not that clear and people uh, are... Uh, employers uh, at times are at a loss as to what do I do? Is this person really going through a mental health situation or is there something else here at play? And and I think that, that are they really going through something phrase that you used just there is something that I know I've seen and you've probably encountered as well where there is this tension of, well, are you really sick? Mm-hmm. Or as you said, are you are you just being lazy and you want some time off and you don't want to use your vacation bank? Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's this misconception that we hope to dispel a little bit today. And I think to help with that, if you can go into some reasons uh, or mental health challenges people ha- go through that may necessitate time off work, so that it's it's not just them being lazy. Um, or wanting to get out of doing a big project. There's some real legitimate health concerns people go through on a daily basis that mean they may not be able to carry out their daily um, work duties. I think one of the big one is depression. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, people, due to stresses in their lives or just maybe chemical changes that are taking place within their body, uh, develop depression. And when they become depressed, they, they, their production at work also suffers. Their concentration is not at not where it was before, and it impacts the workplace. Uh, bipolar disorder, it's, it, it's another one. Someone who is usually very uh, jovial, very upbeat, very productive, can have an episode where they they become a a, a different person. Uh, they become more irritable. They they behave in ways that are bizarre to the other employees in in, in the workplace situation. And so this this change in character that is often seen in people who are, who are bipolar can sometimes disrupt the workplace situation and result in people having to, individuals who are inflicted with with the mental illness, having to take time away from from work. Uh, we So we see those those things are very common. And, and then we, we, we have people who go through what we call uh, burnout, just the stress from the work situation where they're overloaded and over a prolonged period of time, it starts affecting their, their ability to function. And so because of the stress of the of what's going on in the workplace situation, they have to take time away from work but then there are other situations <clears throat> there are other situations that can result in 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 people needing to take time off work as well such as grieving where the, uh, the person has lost a loved one and they are developing what we call in psychological circles complicated grief and they they are they are not able 
to continue working at their optimum ability as before. Now, this can be complicated as well because in in normal grief, you know, you get you get time off work to grieve, you return back to work, and you begin to function again. But when there is complicated grief, at times, even years after the event, a person can still be suffering from grief, and employees can be at a loss as to what's really going on. It's been a few years. Why is this person not back? And and if the, if they're not educated or know about these this uh, possibility of complicated grief, they can think that a person is just uh, milking the system, so to speak, to, to, to get time off work or is just uh, not interested in their work anymore. Mm-hmm. Another one I think that comes to mind, and, and I think it's getting more public awareness, which is great, are some things like acute, if you're in like a first responder type role, mm-hmm. and you, you may ha- have seen some things that many of us can't even imagine, and you end up with sort of an acute stress disorder or PTSD symptoms mm-hmm, that may mm-hmm. necessitate Absolutely. you having to take some time away from the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, PTSD is it, it's another another situation. Just recently, there was a uh, an accident on the four hundred one near Toronto, and it was reported that many of the first responders, because of the how gruesome that accident was, they had to take time off work for counselling because of what they witnessed uh, on on the highway. So that's a very good example as well as one of the reasons why. And so as we've gone through that, there's many reasons Mm -hmm. for people to need time off work for mental health challenges. It often, I think, still is difficult for someone to admit they they need time off personally. And Mm -hmm. we talked about some of the the stigma that's attached with people asking for time off or people being worried people aren't going to believe them. Mm -hmm. But if someone's going through maybe subtle symptoms or subtle changes in themselves, what signs can they look for within themselves that maybe it's time for a break? Let me just touch on something you said there before addressing that 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 question because you you talk about it can be difficult for some people to take time off work and I think it, it's important for us to to camp there a little and talk about the, the kind of people that often find it difficult to take time off mm-hmm. work. These are usually your very high producers. These are people who are sometimes at the top of their profession or, or is excelling in a particular department. So they have a reputation of being the hard worker, the, the, the person who is is motivated and motivate others to work. So when these individuals find themselves been becoming uh, challenged mentally and not able to function as before, it's as if they go into a, a kind of resistance that this cannot really be happening to me. I'm going to push through it and I'm going to, to do whatever it takes to to, to, to overcome this issue, but then they're, they're, they're having difficulty. They, they can do the tasks that they did before, but because of their, their accomplishments before, it's very hard for them to admit that it is happening. So we see people also who have perfectionist uh, disposition where they have been the one that you know, led the department in sales or the one who was always the the highest producer in whatever category, these people often find it difficult to admit that I am having a mental health challenge and I need to take time off work. So I see these people uh, turn up at my office uh, times where they are struggling and it's obvious that they need to be away from work and it takes a lot of convincing to get them to 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 
put in that request to, to get time off work. We also see uh, sometimes people who are in leadership position who find it very hard to take time off work because they're feeling, if I take this time off work, then what's going to happen to my department? As uh, People who are self-employed, what's going to happen to my business if I take time off? But the harsh realities that I have to get, the harsh reality that I have to get these people to come to sometime is that if you don't take time off work voluntarily, you are going to be Forced because your body and your mind is going to shut down and, and force you to be away from work. And then the recovery time is going to be longer. So reluctantly, these individuals often uh, go ahead once they go through this counseling with me where I help them to see the ramifications if they don't. But then I have another category of people who turn up in my office who is struggling to, to admit that they're having a problem. And these are usually high-functioning managers who at times suspected others who wanted to take mental leave, mental leave from work as being lazy. Mm-hmm. So now they're going through it themselves and they're, they're, they're feeling guilty because they're saying, I can't believe this is happening to me. I, you know, I, I was the one that suspected others of, of being lazy. I joked and at now, the water cooler how yes, lazy. Yes, and now I'm having to put in for this leave of absence and how am I going to perceive with my staff if I do this. So these are the situations that usually, usually uh, the kind of people that I usually see. So you had asked me the question also about what are some of the, 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 the difficulties that people start experiencing that make them, that are pointing to the fact that they need to take time mm-hmm, off. Yeah, work. something's that not right, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of before... The ship is sinking. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what can people look for that things may be just starting to get awry and maybe you should reach out for help? I guess one of the important signs is that you're having unusual difficulties in completing tasks that was once very easy and routine for you to to complete. I had one situation where this this person realized that something was wrong but couldn't figure out why. And she, the way she explained it, she said... I was usually able to do this report in two hours. And I, I've been working at it and realized that I am working at it for over three days. And I just can't seem to get anywhere with the report. The deadline is coming up for me to do this report. And I just can't seem to put it together. So usually there, there is this difficulty that people have in, in concentrating that makes it makes it very hard for them to complete routine tasks that they did before. Mm-hmm. And that can, that can I, I think, again, as an early warning sign um, for the employer to be aware of that and also for, um, or the employee part of me to be aware of that within themselves, but also managers to keep eyes out for that for their staff. Mm-hmm. But, and, um, and just having that red flag and that just doesn't seem right. And I the, the sense I'm getting for you, this isn't those maybe you're tasked with this new project that's a challenge for you and it's taking long. It's the things you always did Mm -hmm. and the way you've done them historically is now different today. Absolutely. These are things that you would be able to do very Mm -hmm. easily and suddenly you're finding a challenge. Another sign that employers can look look at to see if they're, to, to, to start to suspect that there is 
a mental health challenge, there is a, a person a change in, in personality. So if you see someone who is usually easygoing, get along with their colleagues, and this person starts becoming irritable, there is now a lot of conflict that, that this person is involved in, it's probably more than just you know this person is a bad person there there's it's a pot there's a possibility that something is going on mentally with this person that is making them more irritable so if you see this kind of change in behavior either in yourself you're noticing i'm becoming more irritable everything seems to seems to to bother me you know i had to go to the water cooler and there was someone else there mm-hmm. and you know i i'm just so upset you know why does this person have to to be there and and so forth then you, you there is the possibility that there is a mental situation for employees employers if you see someone coming to you with unwarranted suspicion of their co-workers uh things that seems bizarre that 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 seems irrational i know that this person you know doesn't like me mm-hmm. because you know they 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 didn't say hi to me this morning or this person is planning to for me to lose my job and they can't come up with anything substantive to say to, to justify how they feel and especially if this is out of the person's character you can begin to suspect you should begin to suspect that maybe there is something something that is is a little bit awry in this person you should keep an eye on it to see if there is going to be other developments i think another visible sign that that it, it often rears its head it's when you have a change in appearance not all not all times but sometimes a person who is going through mental health challenges stops self-caring so the person who is usually very neat very well put together uh start falling apart and you you see they're coming to work their their hair is not combed they're you know in the same clothes that they mm-hmm. ha- had on yesterday or it's obviously that they haven't showered for a few days then you should be paying attention to those signs because these signs are telling you that there there is something happening with that employee uh, also in 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 that vein someone who is well organized they they have the neat desk you know they they always have things you know well put together and they know where to find files and so forth if this person starts getting disorganized they you know things are all over the place and they don't know where where they 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 they, they put uh, documents then it's 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 fair enough to begin to realize that there is something going on and i think that really speaks to us all both being personally aware of what's going on but as employers and mm-hmm. managers to really get to know your staff and to so that if subtle changes do occur you can hopefully pick up on them and recognize that it may just not be them letting things go mm-hmm, and getting mm-hmm. lazy and disorganized. It may be a, a symptom of something larger. And I, I think that that is so important because I, I had a good friend of mine where we were talking about this topic uh, a few years back. And he said to me he was going through a mental health challenge and he wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. And he thought he was he was okay. And it was his employer that came to him and said you know i noticed there is a change in you you're 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 not 
at the production level that you were before, you're beginning to make these mistakes. And his employer began to point out the mistakes that he was making. And his employer said, I know you're a good worker. You have been here for, for over 10 years. And what is happening with you is totally out of character. And what the employer did, he, he, he mandated that he took time, a few weeks off work. He, he said, you know, you take, take three weeks off and, and just see how how you are at the end of three weeks and he was reluctant to take those three weeks but his employer insisted and he said it was when he was off that he started realizing how much he had slipped and he was so thankful because that three weeks that he took off saved his career and his, his employer being being uh, that on top of situation saved him from plunging into a, a, a full mental health crisis. So he took time off, he got the help, he went back, his production went back to the level and he has been productive ever since. So I think that is, is, a, is a case where you had a, a, a really aware employer who was able to stop a situation before before it progressed into something worse. If you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. I am Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, and we are discussing returning to work after a mental illness. And we, Melissa and I have been talking about some of the signs that employers should should uh, pay attention to if they. To, to, if to, to, to suspect that there might be a mental health situation uh, in the making. So if, if you're not familiar with Elim Counseling Services, you can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. You can also call us at 613-699-1677. You can also listen to the, the show from the beginning uh, after this show is over by going to our website at elimcouncilingministry.com and listening and scrolling through the the podcast of of the show scrolling to the podcast of the show on our website thank you very much for joining us so michael you just told a really great story i think of that ideal employer and your friend there who picked up on some signs and was able to identify because he knew his staff person well Mm-hmm. Something was awry and gave him the opportunity to take some time off. So I think that's the a perfect a perfect example of what an employer can do to help mm-hmm. their staff person. Are there other um, tips you'd give to employers um, when dealing with staff that may have this? Well, I think it, especially in very stressful stressful work situation, I think it's important for employers to create a work environment that's positive. And so things like giving uh, positive feedback on job performance can be helpful in in preventing someone from becoming frustrated uh, with the task that they're doing or, or, or feeling as if you know, feeling this sense of futility because I, I think sometimes workplaces can be uh, very merciless. Like you go in day after day, you do the same thing, you never hear it a good... It is the grind. F- yes, it's a grind. And you never hear a good feedback until your evaluation and it is usually overshadowed by the negative comments that you get at that time. So some employees become disillusioned. They feel as if they're, they're working, working, working day in, day out and they're not hearing anything positive. So I think as an employer, one of the things you can do that can help with your productivity and that can help employees to 
to to to to feel uh, to 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 avoid slipping into this job stress burnout is to give positive feedback i think w- by doing that you can help to reduce the risk of someone going through burnout i think it's also important if you, to to schedule breaks for employees uh, i think if you if you're on the go all the time you're working 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 and there is no time you know to 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 socialize or to take time away from the tax then number one your your productivity will go down by just your mind becoming fatigued but i think also the potential to get to that stage of stress and burnout becomes greater i think developing a work community where people are not just isolated but they have this sense of of community the sense of togetherness can also be very very powerful in reducing the number of 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 hours that is going to be lost to employee burnout and so if you're a manager or if you're an employee who you've been off for a little bit and tomorrow's your first day of work mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're starting to feel it in your gut what steps should they be taking to help reintegrate? I hate that word, but get that person back into the work environment in a healthy, positive way. I think one of the biggest mistakes that is made with, with people reintegrating into the workforce is that they try to go right back in at 100%. You know, I was off and now I have I, to catch up. I have to catch up and I am going back. So the first mistake is is going back at one and go, going back fully to the workforce. I think it's it's impo- it's important to gradually reintegrate yourself into the workplace. Even if you feel that you could work a full week, it's good to start by going like maybe 2 days a week and then see how that goes get your 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 mind back into into being accustomed with things in the workplace and then three days then four days and then for the full week so the employee has to you know gradually try to gradually go back i think for the employer it's very very important also not to put the person in the situation you talk about where they feel as if they have to catch up on everything that they the work that has been piling up for the the six months that they have been off because that is just going to create a a stressful situation again mm-hmm. yeah don't greet them with the list of to do's and the projects mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think even beyond this it speaks to um if you're listening and you own a company or you're in a leadership position if you don't have policies and procedures about this and strategies to get people back to work after things like mental illness it's mm-hmm. probably a good thing to look at because absolutely as we've said it's coming up more and more yes. people in every type of job mm-hmm. go through these things so you should yes. have an approach that and, helps and, them get back. And I think too, for the employee, you can begin to look, assess yourself and to see if there's any of the warning signs that might be pointing to the fact that you need to take time off. Things like sleep disturbance, difficulty concentrating, uh, short temper becoming irritable, upset stomach. If, you, if you're having, you know, you know, some clients talk about having frequent diarrhea and this sense, this sense of wanting to throw up all the time. If you have this, these feelings or headaches, 
these are usually signs that there is there you know there you need to take time off work and and try to 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 recover from what's going what you're going through so if you're if you're listening to this show and you you realize any of these symptoms or you feel that you might be on on the brink of a burnout or going through some mental health challenges that is making your work difficult give us a call we can be reached at 613-699-1677 you can also contact us by email by going to our website and go under our contact our email can be found at www.elimcounselingministry.com elim is spelled e-l-i-m counseling with two l's ministry.com and until next time this is your host michael hart and melissa waggett Praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.